0: Welcome to the Nerdy Bible Podcast. The Nerdy Bible is a nonprofit aimed at bridging the gap between Jesus and the modern world. We believe that the greatest way to learn is to wrestle, especially when it comes to our faith. We exist to provide a space where questions are welcomed, doubts are discussed, and all are invited to pursue a deeper understanding of who God is. Today we break down Season 3, Episode 5 of The Chosen. Tensions are rising in the city of Capernaum. Here we learn of the struggles that have been afflicting Eden. Simon Peter and Gaius work hard to fix the water problem of Capernaum. Desperate but full of hope, Jaris and Veronica are guided by their faith to seek out Jesus in their own separate ways. Jesus sees their faith. Thanks for your continued support of this podcast. Let's jump into today's episode.
1: Welcome to the Chosen Companion Series. My name is Mike. Uh, joined, as always, my good friend, James from nerdybible.com. How are you tonight, sir?
0: I am doing well. How about you, sir? Pretty good. Good, sir.
1: Um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, this episode was really good. Yeah, dude. Um, it really was. I think I, I put in Discord or I text you or something. I was, um, I've recently started reading through Luke and I spoiled this week's episode last night while I was reading the Bible, like literally finished up the end of Luke chapter eight, totally spoiled this episode. Got really mad. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it did. I mean, this straight out of Luke chapter eight, obviously, yes. but um, yeah, uh, I'm excited. It's a great, great uh, thing to see play out. Like I said, last week, I think my wife um, was uh, the 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 woman with the issue of blood is one of her favorite stories in the New Testament, and she was wondering how they were going to do that if they were going to do that in the series. They did, uh, and we got to see that unfold, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, let's just get right in. Let's do uh, it. so so the episode. This is uh, season three, episode five, uh, clean part two. So we pick up right from where we left off last week. And the episode description is Jairus searches desperately to find Jesus hoping for a miracle. Um, and uh, he found one, which was really cool. Um, that yeah, was it? Episode, yeah, there you go. Uh, Jairus. <laughs> Sorry, I was like he, waiting for He it. did end up finding Jesus and he got his miracle. There's so. a
0: little bit more into that. Who who wrote this? <laughs>
1: I mean, that's almost about as much detail as we get in Luke chapter eight, so not not far off there. Um, but okay, okay. Yeah, so so we start the episode out. Um, I forgot to mute the volume there. Um, with a, a an actual warning on screen, by the way.
0: Yeah, um, um, yeah. This whole it's rough, man. It's rough, and. He, yeah, it was rough. I mean, so yeah, let's just read the intro just to uh, continue the legal. Um, <laughs> so this episode opens with a scene that may be sensitive for some viewers. Parental discretion is strongly advised. So, Strong. first time we saw something like this. Um, yeah. yeah, so I don't know. Do you? Let's just... Uh, let's jump into it. So it, I mean, what do you, yeah, you, you started out, dude.
1: Right. Uh, we just see a, a, a pair of women, it, c- clearly in distress, mm-hmm. uh, frantically, you know, traveling down the road. It's late at night. Uh, we hear a knock on a door and, um, turns out, uh, this must be like the town doctor or something. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a house call except like in reverse, where instead of the doctor coming to the house, the patient goes to the doctor's house. Um, actually, I wonder, like, was that just, like, were doctor's offices back then just the doctor's house? Anyways.
0: Yeah, I don't day. imagine. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean. That's
1: the real, the real crux of tonight's issue. Is figuring out whether or not doctors' offices were at doctors' houses. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, it, it, we we have uh, you know the the women come into the house. You know, looks like someone's going into labor. There's lots of blood. It's not looking good. Lots of screams. Lots of pain. Um, and this whole time, I'm like, I'm like, okay. So this the screen says this is two weeks earlier. Was maybe Veronica, who is the woman with the issue of blood, was maybe she like having a real issue a couple weeks ago in this town. So she tried to find a doctor to find help. Like what's going on here? Uh, But come to find out. This scene is. The one and only Eden Mm
2: -hmm.
1: having a miscarriage, Um, which took me by surprise, I was not expecting it to be Eden. Mm-hmm. um but yeah th- this whole scene is just eden having a miscarriage which is terribly sad
0: it is and you know just until literally you just said it a minute ago i had mm-hmm. no idea it said two weeks earlier so like oh, yeah. i assumed it you know we we, we were watching my wife and i and we like assumed it was but like you know they jump around so often that i i was you know it, clearly with the the um issue between peter and and eden right now like the the tension i would say is that like it was clearly it's clearly in the past but like that this occurred but i had no idea so i'm yeah yeah but yeah dude no this is uh it was raw you know it's like it's real right i mean that's that's what the the issue is about this like beginning scene and i don't know i'm sure people like i don't know over the whole internet's had issues with whatever and like you know it's unbiblical, I, I don't know, like, because it's not something you see in scripture, but like, it's, it's, it it's all over, you know what I mean? It's like one of those things that is just like, if you don't, like everyone knows somebody that, you know what I mean? That's the, that's the real thing. Mm-hmm. Is like, even whether you even know it or not, you know, somebody that has, has deals dealt with um this type of thing. So it's really sad. um yeah. So, you know, our heart goes out to anyone that has ever dealt with this thing, or if this was something that was like triggering or whatever, you know, like it's a, uh, yeah, it's rough.
1: I'm sure it will lead to a future conversation between Eden and Jesus and deal with some sort of um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: conversation. I don't know. I don't want to say like clarity or <laughs> resolution between uh, this, you know, these tragic events and like mm-hmm. our faith and stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, I was, I was surprised. It helps explain a little bit of the the tension between Peter and Eden, mm-hmm. though. I still think it's a little unfair for Peter. Like he doesn't even know what happened and what's going on. I get, I understand like how it creates that tension. Yeah. You no. Know? I mean, obviously she's like, grief struck right at at the loss yeah
0: yeah
2: and
1: then of course you compound that with like peter wasn't even there (laughs) Peter being and yeah so it's just like a big snowball of Uh not good stuff um but poor peter doesn't even know
0: yeah that's rough you know like yeah no i don't even know like he doesn't even know this occurred so now he's just in the dark and really, he'd mm-hmm. be like grieving with her. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's like, yeah yeah, 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 dude. But this is definitely one of those things that is like clearly a um. What do we call it? When you, sorry, <laughs> it's like dead air. There, um, you know we're. <laughs> this is why we don't do podcasts so late um,
1: <laughs> but yet we do every episode every
0: episode at this time. Time. <laughs> oh it's uh creative liberty that's what yes, i was looking for go. our
1: favorite term on this yeah podcast.
0: my goodness i could have just said they made it up and it would have just been no it's uh but yeah you know i i like those things because it makes you think dude it really does it makes me think a lot like you know i think we've had the conversation a billion times like you know you forget that these people are people and i mean you do that with any story any story you read any characters that develop you you kind of fall in line with that that story arc that they're on and you forget that there's like there's a whole world out there you know and there's a whole things that culminate and, and occur that you just don't that aren't i don't know it's just so i i It's I don't want to say I like when things like this happen. That's not what I I want to say. But like I like that they are willing to incorporate things that are not like so rigid. And maybe that's why, you know, all the other Jesus shows are just not good because they like they take this like script scripture path and then forget that like you have 12 disciples, 12 different people, 12 different lives, 12 different past all kind of mm-hmm. joining into this one thing. I don't know. So. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh like I think it's okay to do stuff like this too with mm-hmm. um these characters that like cuz Eden isn't mentioned, you know, specifically in the New Testament or whatever. She's not like her life is never detailed out for us. Right. So it's not like they're just taking some part of scripture and just completely like fictionalizing it. Right. Um, we don't know if this happened between Peter and Eden, but um, yeah, I, I think it's, uh, it's part of art to, you know, make things relatable mm-hmm. and, insert things to make you um <clears throat> I don't want to say a question I like wrestle better but mm-hmm. think about things and this is one of those things that's like um it's something that everyone deals with believer or not um and it's something that again believer or not people really struggle with comprehending the why And how Mm -hmm. to, like, deal with the grief that comes with this. Uh, So I'm interested to see how they tackle that. that At the very least, it will spark good conversations among the people who have seen, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And make people ask questions. Hopefully dig into scripture and see uh, what God reveals to them. And I don't know. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. No, it does. I mean, it's the age-old age question. You know, why why do bad things happen? You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not... So, yeah, no, it's something that us, I feel like as humans, need to re- wrestle with wherever... I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. Um, man, so it was, a, it was a intense yeah. and real... I mean,
1: perfectly normal fun opening of an episode i mean couldn't have asked for more
0: well that's where i started joyful
1: way to start our our sunday night shows right
0: i know you're like
1: (laughs) right off the bat
0: no but i i feel like i saw things on social media and they're like i don't know i just need to stay off of that but i i always see on uh, you know the things that he posts because people like are ridiculous and attack him for everything. And it's like, if one intro is, you know, not good enough for them, and then this intro is too, you know, like heartbreak, yeah. and it's just like, you can't win. So, you know, yeah.
1: it's no, I thought it was good. Uh, it was, it was good. Um, but,
0: but it's like, the, sorry, I just, I, I think it? that I'm, mean, you know, what I'll, I'll save this thought for the end of the episode. Um, but like I I think I have like an idea of why they incorporated something like this. And so we'll get there. But okay. um we jump into I mean just right from that, I mean yep. you jump right into more tragedy
1: double header. Yeah,
0: like it just doesn't Sunday night. it doesn't stop. So here <laughs> we are. You know, it's um gyrus and his wife um i cannot remember her name but in their child nilly mm-hmm. and uh a physician i don't know just some random doctor and i don't know yeah i don't know yeah my wife brought up earlier that the, the 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 male with the with eden probably wouldn't have been realistic it probably would have been a midwife but then mm-hmm. i argued that you know because of the whole but then i argued that you know it's this was was a clearly like an emergency in the middle of the night so i don't know if that was like standard protocol you know i don't i don't think but but we're with Jairus. we have the doctor nilly is laying in her bed sick and you know as as mike you said this is this is clearly a a story of scripture like we've seen this we know what happens um you Mm -hmm. may not but like we'll you know we'll get there here but Jairus is is kind of pleading with the doctor like i'm gonna i, I have an idea i'm gonna go I, i'll be back like yeah. you know well don't... it's
1: important to note that the the doctor guy um is he also like part of the synagogue because later on in the episode like he will get to what happens but i kind of got the feeling that maybe he was like a combination of both because he gets like reel into the um like traditions of things but also like enacting the law of moses or their laws uh the synagogue logs laws um later on in the episode um
0: i mean i would i would think that they're pretty like
1: or is that just like across the board like pretty much everyone is like that like it doesn't have to be a pharisee just anyone well
0: i would i would think that you know there is some aspect of of like a a doctor healing being you know you got to think like if the 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 pharisees and and the the law right the the -hmm. government i would say they're the people with you know the money they're the people with the The knowledge and wisdom that's kind of carried on generation to generation. And and, I mean, you have like generations of people carrying that on. But I would say that was like, you know, I mean, compare it to our modern like government. That's, you know, they're going to regulate the, 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 the medical societies, the, you know, the thing. So I have a feeling that it to some point the doctors at that time, I have no idea. I, I've actually never studied anything like this. So I, I don't know, mm-hmm. but I imagine they're an extension of, um, uh, the, the, the Pharisees and the, the, does that make sense? Yeah, no, that, no, that no, would I...
1: make sense. Um, but it's important to note here, uh, in this conversation, the, the doc, he kind of pulls Jairus aside into the and mm-hmm. he's like, listen, like it's, it's tradition. That we, ha- we get at least two, two flute players and one wailing woman, <laughs> which that whole concept later on in the episode is just kind of, I mean, I know it's like a really tragic scene, but like, it just cracks me up. Um, but he's like, you know, or, you know, whatever the family can afford. So you just tell me what what you can afford. I'll make the arrangement. Like mm-hmm. he's already ar- basically making funeral arrangements for Nilly here um and Jairus is like wait wait, wait 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 hold on like like I know like I want to go try to find this teacher like I just don't do anything unless she dies and then he just kind of like takes off and he's mm-hmm. on the hunt for Jesus
0: yes and so yeah no and that's 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 he's on the hunt um yeah, I don't think we can do story arcs at this point. Let's just yeah, wrap I think it we're out. just yeah. gonna have to go
1: straight. Just because it's kind
0: of they're yeah.
1: all like
0: intertwined too much. See, yeah, no. So we'll table that. Jairus is on his way to find Joshua, mm-hmm. Jesus, and uh, now we're getting a little more glimpse into um, Peter and Eden as um, Peter is packing his lunch grabbing his toolbox because remember if you if you remember he is going to um he's got a date with gaius date with gaius with to clean spring. out the the where not all the, the latrine privy, yeah not it's where all the latrines <laughs> is are now unfortunately at. emptying too <laughs> yes yes um so tell me
1: you never had an interaction interaction like this with your spouse in the kitchen If you said you've never had an interaction like this with your spouse in your kitchen, you're lying. You hear that, listeners? You're lying.
0: What do you mean? Like, Everyone has had one of these awkward,
1: silent... One of you knows, the other one of you is a little ticked off at at you, but no one wants to say anything. So you just kind of get your stuff, and then right before you leave, you kind of... Passive aggressively, <laughs> half heartedly apologize, and then leave.
0: <laughs>
2: uh,
0: oh, that's yeah. kind of what happens? No, I mean, it's it's pretty common, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's like you see him, he stops, turns around, and he's thinking about it. He says it, and it's like, Yeah, you should have kept on walking there, buddy. Yeah,
1: you should have probably just kept walking there. No, yeah, he. he he listens to Gaius' advice, he says.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, yeah Gaius gave
0: him the advice. Um, I'm whatever sorry.
1: it is. Whatever it is, you're right, or something like that.
0: <laughs> she was like, whatever it is. Which, you know, I I don't know. I mean, again, I'm starting to think like, you know, I know it's a sensitive subject, and I'm not trying to make a light of that, but like how is he I, I don't know and maybe like maybe we're falling in line with the typical like uh male perspective yes, where like, there's people listening right now like you guys suck <laughs> yeah but also like okay listen he asked her
1: what was wrong yeah she didn't tell him he can't read minds but he says whatever it is you're we're, right. We're
0: making our case that we're
1: And I'm sorry. And I'm I I feel attacked for on Peter's sake, you know? Yeah. Uh but poor Peter, he's just oblivious. Um <laughs> cuz I have it paused on uh, on the moment where it cuts to like third person view of Simon. Uh, of Peter, like if you're uh-huh. playing a third-person video game, like right above the the shoulder, looking at Eden, and he and it's the captions saying "I'm sorry," and the look that Eden is giving him yeah, like, is like, me. yeah, she is just like burning straight through his chest with her laser beam <laughs> vision uh-huh. of this stare. Um Yeah, poor Peter has no idea what's what's going on, and Eden's just having a hard time
0: it makes sense no but you know i think in in maybe i i shouldn't say this right now but i would say something like that <laughs> something like that is like i don't know It's i don't think you're acting quite rational after you know like it's not like that happens and then now you have like you know how to you know Bring it up and I don't
1: know. That's gotta be a, a, a hard thing to just be like, oh hey, by the way. Yeah. You had no idea go, this was even, um,
0: a, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's rough. It's, that's that's well, hard.
0: Clearly we know. <laughs> Sorry. But clearly we know that uh who's lodging with them? Uh I think it was Simon Z and Andrew and Nathaniel. Yeah. Well, clearly they finally got their. i out of their the, time. Yeah. They got their yeah. time. So that, that's, that's <laughs> an important <laughs> aspect to pick up on this, but yeah. So, all right. Um, that seems over. It was quick, easy. We're back on to, um, now we're going to another arc of, yeah big james we
1: can we can just get this whole thing out of the way because this is yeah detached from everything
0: yeah big j it's a quick one we can actually just kind of breeze over big james um i always say big james little john but that's not (laughs) i always want to say that (laughs) i don't know why but um big james and john the brothers um you know jesus's favorite disciple um they're with their father the father's like hey you know there's a soft guitar playing and they're just, you know, prepping. And, and he's like, yeah, guys, um, I sold my boat. And they're like, what? And so, yeah, he sold his boat. And so he's yep. basically like, you know, my father taught me to fish. My father spent his whole life fishing and he spent his whole life waiting for the Messiah. And so long story short, Messiah is here and he's not fishing anymore. Like he's done. Yep. He's done. And so, yeah, He sold his um yeah
2: and and, and it's a fleet of
0: boats not even just a boat it's a fleet Mm -hmm. um so yeah sold it and and what are they buying i know the answer but um i don't i don't like olives so i just didn't want to say the word it's an olive grove yep
1: so. Uh, which uh, it was a pretty pretty cool scene between Zeb and and his sons. I like I really like the character of Zebedee like, and I, I think the actor does a great mm-hmm. job. Um, yeah. After this conversation with uh Big James and John, little John. Uh, next time we see the next time we see Zeb is with. I'm just gonna call him Zeb by the way because we're that we're on that level mm-hmm. relationally. Me and Zeb. Um, but we see him. Uh, Judas. Tamara and Magdalene and the olive grove. I think it was Tamar, Tamar, not tomorrow. Mm. Why did I say
0: Tamara? Tomorrow Tamar- this makes me sound like
1: a hillbilly saying tomorrow. <laughs> um, Tamar and Magdalene they're uh, walking through the olive grove that uh, Judas just helped them negotiate and purchase. Um, and I, I thought this scene was pretty funny because uh, they're talking about like, okay, cool, we got this field, but like the trees don't look so great. And they're like, I wish we had some someone we could ask about it. And then there's like,
0: Hey, this you! the guy, just guy
1: there
2: in the middle of the just hall eating of olives.
0: <laughs> kind of looks like I don't know. He fell down some. St- I I don't understand. Like what he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like has this really odd. I I don't like. He worked yeah. really hard, and now he's. I I don't know. I he's the, something, you know,
1: and the the. It appears the, the lazy slime ball son of the Olive Grove. Yeah, owner I couldn't pick up purchased. on it. Is he
0: like, I couldn't tell if that's what it was, but that's what it seemed like. Yeah, He's kinda that's like, the vibe. I um, thought, you know what I thought was, uh, for some reason, the prodigal son. I thought of that story mm-hmm. with that. I don't know if maybe that's inspired that little character there, but like. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. I don't
1: know. Yeah, because uh, he, he said basically, like, why are all these trees dying? And he's like, oh, it's because my, my Abba, he's sick. He is sick or he died. I think I don't know. sick, right? Anyways, he came back. So he wasn't able to take care of things. Uh, the son left and came back to take care of his sick dad. And he's like, well, Judas negotiated him down to end up working there for 30%. And then they won't pay him if any. More, if they have to replant any more than five trees or whatever. So, Judas using his negotiating skills uh, to help Zeb get his olive grove in order. Um, little side note. I think I understand why we always want to say Big James and Little John. I know what like. it is.
0: Yes. It's the show.
1: Big Chuck and Little Big John.
0: Chuck and Little John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: we're both uh, Northeast Ohioans um, uh-huh. and back in the day,
0: uh, I, I was gonna try to do the laugh, but I I don't even want to. Oh, yeah, I'm not even <laughs>
1: gonna try that. So it looks like it started back in 2011. A local, you know, Cleveland TV channel uh, started airing a weekly half hour program simply titled 2011? Big Chuck and Little John. Yeah, that surprised me because that, no, okay, no, that must have been re airs
0: yeah because uh, it looks like, was like
1: september 1979 to June go. 2007 was the original release there you wikipedia. go wikipedia uh, what are you gonna do because he's gonna keep scrolling down
0: well they need your money you need two dollars a month and they'll finally get it
1: right. that's true
0: no. um
1: oh i see because the original is anyways yeah so that's that's why james and i always slip up and say little john Hey. Um, if you're, if you know, you know, anyways.
0: So yeah. Um, yeah, it's a quick scene. I think that's over. They, they, they bought an olive grove. Yep. Cool. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, here we are. Let's, um, jump into, I, I feel like I want to breeze through some of this cause I feel like we're going to get stuck on some conversation where, <laughs> <laughs> coming up with the law that the, yeah, yeah, for the sure. things that are happening in the end. So let's just kind of breeze through this. Um who in the world I don't know why he's this is the all right. So two disciples. It's um um Nathaniel Thad
1: and Thad
0: and no, Nathaniel. Thad, Thad Thaddeus. Is that yep. When was he called like what does he why don't I remember Thaddeus? if I remember he's like a right. disciple i i I think probably everyone in the world forgets like not to be like that but like I mean, he's like one of those that like you're like, wait, who's Thaddeus oh he's a disciple yeah According to
1: the wedding episode he worked with Jesus uh in a masonry gig, oh, okay. They were building a latrine, but not they, a cistern. Oh, okay,
0: good, good. They good, were good. actually
1: building a toilet, an outhouse.
0: But okay, so that's that's why I and every time I see him, I'm like, I know him, but
2: <laughs> <laughs> wait, um, who
0: are you again? <laughs> so Thaddeus and Nathaniel are um, happen to come across um, some blood on the ground as they're 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 gathering water from the well, um, carrying it back to their camp, I presume. And so they see blood on the ground and um, they're like, I'm going to follow this trail of blood because I want to figure out what's going on. And they come across um, um, Veronica. Veronica from like the last episode. So the one that um, has the bleeding issue. And mm-hmm. so um they kind of rush over and she's kind of passed out and they're like is she i think thaddeus is like real close to her and, and nathaniel's like is she dead yeah. <laughs> you know like and she jumps up and they and so they are real like they're panicky like let's go get a doctor and she's like no like i've i've done it no like that's i i've i've spent all my money on doctor and they were like well i could bring you my rabbi and so and she's just like uh she's kind of like no they've they they just make things worse and as they're going away it clicks cuz yeah. they had said our rabbi is special and so yeah. it clicks to them or clicks to her and so now she's like wait a second is is your rabbi who i think it is the person mm-hmm. that i've come all the way here to see and yep. so um
1: yeah cuz last episode we learned that she Heard the sermon and here we, she says, you know, is he the one that healed the paralytic in Bethesda? Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: they're like, actually, yes, that's him. Uh, So yeah, this, this, they've, I mean, this is perfect for her, right? The whole reason she's here. She found uh, some followers of the rabbi she's been looking for. So Mm -hmm. uh, she asks if she can come, like if they can take her to see Jesus. And they're like, well, funny story. Uh, we don't actually know where he is, yeah, so doing <laughs> he can come things. help us try to find him. <laughs> uh, so that's what
0: happens. Yeah. So, there they're on their way. Um.
1: Yep, and then there's the Olive Grove scene. Yeah, it's just back to this the Olive Grove scene. Like, I just love how <laughs> there's like, hey, you, <laughs> <laughs> just guys
0: sitting out there.
1: Random guy just sitting there. Um, um we got a little uh, you know, teamwork scene between our. Yeah, I I guess we Roman. could just
0: knock that out because that's really short. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're finally building the cistern. Cistern. cistern yeah, cistern. Ring. Yes. <laughs> cistern. So so yeah, they're cistern. They're working on it. They've kind of you could tell they they climbed in, figured it out. They're kind of recovering the the mm-hmm. um the grating i guess you would call it no. um and so now they're uh where the well is and so now they're covering you know they're filling out the dirt they're doing their thing they're joking around a little and, bonding yeah you know and i think they're starting to humanize not not humanized because you've already got of gain a human perception of them but like um you know, he's the Roman, he's the bad guy. He's the, you know, the guy that follows the Pathians of, of gods, you know, and he's the, you know, you know, just not your, uh... so basically he's like, uh, you know, they're like, well, you have kids and blah, blah. blah. And Simon's like, no. And and so that, you know, they're trying to figure out why Eden is not happy.
1: Yeah. Uh, So this scene, I think is a lot more important than just them Repairing the cistern. So, remember, a few episodes back, I made my bold prediction of Gaius being the Roman soldier who comes to Jesus to heal his slave, his servant. That character was a Roman who helped them build a synagogue. Where is the cistern at? The synagogue Interesting. It is a Roman soldier who asks Jesus to heal his servant. What did we learn about Gaius and his status at home? He is responsible for taking in a servant child. Just saying.
0: No, you're. Good. I can't figure. Like that's. I he, He's one of those people where it's like he has to be. Um he has to be They're making him
1: too like he's too central in the show to not be a character from scripture. You know. I
0: don't think it's I don't think it's him, dude. I don't know, maybe. Well, see this is what every every time I I get this it's a centurion um and he was He's not an, a centurion anymore. He's a um a a pre pre
1: Praetor? pre me. Pre, yeah. pre-mi.
0: premi Yeah. And so I I don't know. And he I'm reading the scripture now. It says, Shall I so Lord Lord he said, My servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering ter- suffering terribly. Jesus said to him, Shall I come and heal him? Oh, but then it's a boy. Is it a boy? Maybe mm-hmm. it is a boy. I don't know, There's, man. Maybe this is it, dude.
1: I don't know. Is he just? Uh, I just that that dialogue just happened. Yeah.
0: So if you're if Peter if Peter asks if
1: he has two children or if he has kids, guy says two. Well, two children in the house. One, um, sorry, the captions taking forever to actually change. <laughs> My son and a servant boy the same age. Mm. And then. <laughs> This conversation is actually hilarious because <laughs> Peter then goes, "Oh, child slavery? Okay,
0: yeah." You know. And uh, and anyway. you know it's like he can't. Well, because you see this like, you see this this. <laughs>
1: uh, the next like, capture popped up. He's like, and you wonder why our people find you distasteful?
0: <laughs> but like you got you got him that that um, he's you know he's like but they worked for me he worked you know and then they were like you know and so like you you get this though because they they worked for him and he's the the the, the parent servant that that worked for him died and so mm-hmm. now you have that they took on the kid and and yeah. raised it as their own and so like you got to have that like hard for him like right. he, yeah, you yeah. know brought like where would this kid be if not you know and so it's like yep. you get this kind of like you know, I I don't know seeing Gaius like that, and you get this, but then you're like you're a you're a mean old Roman, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, no. So it's uh, and yeah, <laughs> I I you're probably right. I didn't even think of this story.
1: Um, you, I'm still hanging on to that. That's gonna be my bold prediction. I think it, we're trending. Trending. What up. if
0: he gets demoted to centurion? He's being friends there with the go.
1: Jews, man. Yeah. Maybe he's gonna lose his 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 spot. That's yeah. You know, we still got some episodes to go. Just saying. Yeah. I wouldn't be sure. They're
0: building his arc a lot, and I can't. I don't know. So, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see if you if you uh get that bold prediction. <laughs> so.
1: And then going forward, because we know we're gonna have seven seasons, and I think our intention is to cover every season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, they okay. made it this far. We're actually, wow, that's really cool. What? Um, we are officially. Oh no, we're not. Halfway through, are we? Halfway through
1: yeah. season three, three point five plus three point five seven,
0: right? Yeah, but that doesn't mix. because there's seven. Yeah, so just go
1: on. <laughs> Um, each season be on lookout for bold predictions Um, something I like to do we'll see what happens I mean is it really that bold if we already know the bible right I'm not making any kind of crazy predictions because we kind of all know what
2: happens
0: well yeah but yeah I don't know but is the boy a servant now, or is he raised right it as his own? Home he said his terribly. son
1: and a servant boy, same age. Um, but yeah, so keep an eye on that. Uh, keep looking out for more signs. We'll see if it comes to fruition. But the next scene we have here is is uh, Jairus frantically searching in a synagogue office here. Yusuf comes in. He's like, Hey, what's going on? And he's like, Oh, Oh. I just had had a rough night. You know, my daughter's dying. That's all just, (laughs) uh, so Jairus is in there trying to find any information he can on, on Jesus and healing and all this stuff. So, uh, it's, it's quite, quite sad. Um, Jairus demands Yusuf take him. To Jesus, but of course, like everyone else, no one knows where Jesus is. Uh, so they go searching uh, for the disciples. Right? I think they they go to Andrew's house or something like that, um, where they find Judas, and Judas is kind of dismissive. And uh, basically, Jairus, <laughs> what's what's he say? If you have blood in your veins, you'll help me or something. Yes. Uh, so. So Judas sets out with them, try to find Jesus. Sorry, I have like the hiccups while I'm trying to talk. <laughs> uh, and that's kind of what happens. We're, we're on the hunt for Jesus, just like everyone else in this episode. And the next scene we have is uh, a little conversation in Peter's house with Jesus and uh, Philip, Matthew, little James,
0: Oh, and, and I just Andrew. I just read Luke's account of the centurion. Sorry, I'm like, and my mind's there. And I, I don't know. There was a cent, there a cent, centurion servant whom his master valued highly. So, was sick and about to die.
1: Anytime and, you say then, centurion, I think of a centaur
0: i might be saying it wrong i don't know
1: no 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 you're saying it right my mind just goes to that which makes this very interesting
0: and he was a man of power um he's like i myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me i tell this one go and he goes i tell that one come and he comes i say to my servant do this and he does it and i don't know man i think you're onto something i think you're onto something So sorry, that was a digress. I just I didn't realize it was in both Matthew and Luke. And I was reading and I was like,
2: ooh,
0: interesting. (laughs) So all right. Sorry. I digress. All right. Um, yeah, dude, they're all sitting around, the people you just named, they're all sitting around at the at, you know, Peter's house without Peter. And
1: poor (laughs) Eden's there just making food for everyone.
0: I wonder if she is uh, well, man, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, apparently, apparently she makes some bomb pickled cucumbers,
1: yes. which wouldn't those just be pickles?
0: Yes. Well, I mean, I think you pickle <laughs> many things. I don't know. Like, is it like a I yeah? don't
1: but Isn't a pickled, isn't a yeah, pickle yeah, yeah, just yeah. a cucumber? But like, I
0: think, uh, I think, I think the process of pickling. (laughs) It's like a, I don't know. Whoever
1: named if this if you speak the truth, whoever named pickles needs to be fired.
0: Well, maybe pickles were the first thing (laughs) that was pickled, and so, um,
1: so they're like, wait, we made this delicious treat called a pickle from a cucumber by pickling a cucumber, and now we're just going to go back. Well, no, but then they're
0: like, "Well, what'd you of do?" Cucumbers. No, no a pickled
2: cucumbers.
0: Well, no, 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 because then they're like, "Well, what did you do?" And they're like, "Well, you know, I turned it into a pickle." And so they're like, "Well, how did you do that? I pickled it. I, I don't know. Like, how do you? I don't really know. I'm just kind of going with this." But
1: this is an ava- This is again <laughs> the reason why you listen to this show.
0: <laughs> so people that are very good at like canning and pickling things, and you know, um, please comment. I, post nick
1: you know nick yeah nick he... from showboys
0: yeah, yeah, yeah he does a big this. lover
1: of pickles and pickled things we'll have to ask him
0: yeah if um, there's a
1: difference between yeah. a pickle and a pickled so as cucumber. soon as we
0: catch up we're gonna actually bring <clears throat> nick on we're gonna make a whole episode on this um, <laughs> yeah. and so just uh be yes. prepared for that because it's coming um so Yes sir. Um we're back to the conversation. Yeah, this is just a a weird so it's like you know I feel like this is one of those things that they you know they kind of got to squeeze all the scripture in and all like the you know lessons and so they're all sitting there and and um what's his name? Philip Yes, thank you. Philip is like, hey, you know, I actually have this question that's been burning inside of me. It's just like, I can't sleep at night. Um, <laughs> he doesn't say that, but I just presume that he is really thinking about this. He's like, you know, John the Baptist, when I was following him, he really kind of pushed fasting, you know, and it was like a routine thing. It was very, you know, like, and it is what the what the the um, Pharisees, Pharisees do. Like, so it, this is something that, like, I have a feeling they're going to use it as a weapon against us. So, and he's like, well, you know, and and this is where this is straight from scripture. Um, but Jesus is kind of like I'm I'm going to paraphrase it. So, um but he's like, you know, when how did he say it?
1: Basically, you can do I that know when how, I'm gone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but but he's like you don't yeah, that's what it is. He's like do the the um wedding guests, do they do they, um,
1: fast when the bridegroom is here or like, do they feast? Do they grieve sex? the I
0: bridegroom oh, yes, 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 yes. while they're there? I don't know. I'm really paraphrasing this. Um, but, and they're kind of looking at it and they're, you know, just kind of like, I don't, I don't fully <laughs> understand. Yeah. They, they actually read outside. They're like, I don't really understand what you're getting at. And they're like, well, like, you know, they they don't understand that he is the bridegroom in this, mm-hmm. you know, that that while the bridegroom is here, like, why would you fast? Like you're fasting, you know, after like, you know, right. you don't go to. A, a, yeah. So then he comes up with the analogy. Uh, want, I don't know, metaphor. And I think this is a basically he's like, all right. Are you what do you have? He looks at Eden. And he's like, do you have wine back there fermenting? And she's like, yes, I do. And she's like, he's like, well, what does it look like? He's like, well, it's, she's like, it's, uh, like overflowing. It's kind of like bubbly. It's so what's happening is that fermenting is, is, um, there's gases being released as the, the, um, alcohol is being produced within there's gases that is like a byproduct of it. Right. So it's filling it up. It's kind of going, you know, it's expanding. Um, and so he's like, well, grab that, that, um, that, uh, Old wine, skin wine skin, the yeah, old wineskin. Wineskin, yeah, over thing. there. And so they grab it. He's like, well, what is it like? He's like, well, it's hard. It's like a, it's not really, you know, you can't do anything. It's like a, it's like a mm-hmm. stone. Like you can't really do much with it. And so he's like, well, what happened if you put it inside? And so, right. um, yeah, like, well, can I
2: say,
1: I never quite grasped this analogy until he just know, said it. As often as I ferment alcohol and then transfer said fermented alcohol into wineskins. Uh, mm-hmm. It kind of flew over my head. But having this explanation, I was like, oh, I get it. That
0: makes sense. Yeah. I I think like I, I feel like I understood it to some extent. But like the way he phrased it, I was like, that's, I think, a good way to to word it. Like I couldn't have worded it that way. You know, yeah. and it's like one of those things where love, I love like Oh, like... it... uh, go, go ahead. No, you go on. <laughs> okay.
1: I was just say I love how like um, how this parable comes to pass in the episode. They're like, we don't get it, and he just kind of like looks around for a sec, and he's like, uh, "Eden, you are you fermenting any wine by chance?" Because he sees the wine skin hanging out. So it's like. You know, he's like, oh, how can I explain that to these dorks? Um, you know, he's like, mm-hmm. but whenever I, when we're reading scripture, we don't see those details or anything. So it's just like, he just, to me, it's just like he has all these parable cards under his sleeve. And he's, as soon as anyone has a question, he's like, well, here's, here's the parable that we're going to do. But it was cool to see him like, at least in the show, work through like, how yeah, it, can I get these guys to understand what I'm saying? Oh, okay, there's a wine skin over there. Uh are yeah. you fermenting wine by chance? I don't know. It just no, like but
0: you, you're made right. it cool. You're right, though. I mean, that's really weird because he does I I'm pretty sure Jesus did come out of the womb just with a a, a deck of
1: yeah, the rolodex of parables. Of
0: things you know, he never had to really think or anything throughout yeah. his life because that's typically the. I'm sorry, being very snarky here, but like, that seems, seems to be the consensus with people that he just kind of came out and he was just like, he had literally like you said a rolodex of of parables with him and and mm-hmm. and so like I just I love I liked that because it's it's very it's real right you know like he looks around and he's like I got it. Which yeah. is actually more amazing that he could think on this feet rather than just like magically. Yeah. No, th- I don't know. I, I like I like the way they do those types of things. I I agree with their theology. So you know, unfollow me, whatever you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, no, I, I like the way they they present those types of things. I, I think it. I yeah. think it's um, it's very intentional. And it's not like they just said, oh, you know, it'd be cool if we could do this. Like, I think there's a very large intent there to like, yeah. with, like, he he thought through things and sometimes it wasn't like a thing that he worked out while he was in the desert for 40 nights and days, right? Like yeah. he, he had ideas and, and they popped up at times and he thought of new ways to like, you know, um, connect yeah. with people. And so. I...
1: I also want to point out to anyone who's listening to this, who watches the show, mm-hmm. maybe has some quarrels with things contained in episodes. Um, if you take the time to go and like do some digging on the uh, Inter- amount of, oh. of work that they like put into getting, getting, uh, like, writing the scripts and, like, checking accuracies amongst their, like, council <laughs> of theological experts or whatever. Um, like, it, it does seem like the, like he puts a lot of time and effort and thought into, like, being as accurate as possible, of course. Because this is, like, a very sacred thing. Right. This is our, we're creating a show about our Lord, like Jesus, the Messiah, mm-hmm. like God. Right. Um, and it's being created by someone who lives their life following Jesus. It's, this isn't being made by like an atheist or any secular entity that's just trying to like spice things up, over dramatize things like this like Dallas is making a show about his faith. So he's treating it, I think, you know, with all the care that he can and putting all the thought that he can into it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So to your point, I think like he, I I think he puts a lot of thought into all these details, all these tiny details. And with everything that we see in the show, there's intent behind
2: Mm -hmm.
1: all of it, all the actions, all the, the lines of dialogue all the camera framing and and things like that like
0: yeah and i don't think he's doing it to be flashy i mean every time he does anything there's somebody on whatever side they're on yelling at him (laughs) so it's like at this point it's like you do whatever you you do and you make make uh you make your um your stance on things and so that's you know and and if yeah you know I, I i do like take light in people like you know i respect people's people's um thoughts on these things um but like you know i don't know i really like the way they they present these types of things um the other one was when he was um well oh, there was multiple when he was um sitting there and he's like the salt if it's too salty if you do that and he was <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. working through it like like he you know, so there's, yeah, there's that theology, you know, that, uh, arguments about that kind of like whether he, you know, knew it or not. And so that, that was where my, my snarky <laughs> baby with a Rolodex um, yeah. this thing comes from. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, even after this amazing, the wine skin parable and stuff, mm-hmm. Andrew is still like, eh, if I'm being honest, I still I don't, don't get be it, a man. And, and-, <laughs> and so Jesus says, uh, the, the ways of the kingdom, kingdom I'm bringing into this world, they're not going to fit into old containers or frameworks. And then they're all like...
0: Mm-hmm. And that's oh. that's the kind of... I feel like that's what I understood of that passage. Um, because you're right. The first time, the first few times I read that, I was like, I have no idea. Like, I just couldn't really... I was like, well, it would... Br- and I think too, because I didn't really fully understand that the
1: process the of process
0: of fermentation, fermentation and stuff and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know and so like that's why it didn't make any sense to me, like
1: that why wouldn't you put it in old wine skins that's you're saying like that's just being budget friendly but,
0: why would you, you get a new wine skin every time you made wine but it's implied that it wouldn't work and so yeah. i think that's like what you you get from that that passage and so like you know it is you're making something new and, and new is always going to it's like if you make a new building, do you keep the old mm-hmm. one? You can't keep the old one. You knock out, like, you know, I mean, right. there's there's some sort of structural change that's going to yeah. occur to create anything new. And if, if you don't, then you're just building it upon either a weak right. foundation or you are trying. I don't know or you're really not something actually new. I don't know. Yeah, I,
1: I think in Matthew it um, it it goes into a little more detail in what Jesus says during this, because I think he even references something like patching new cloth with a piece of old cloth oh, or something yeah, like that.
0: yeah, yes, yes.
1: I think there's that, and maybe one other thing that he says... That you wouldn't do with yep. old and new things. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good to know. Uh, after that scene, uh, we see uh, Jairus, Yusuf, walking down the street. Coming down the other side is Simon Z, Mary, and Tamar. Um, and they're all heading to Peter's house. Everyone's hanging out at Peter's house. Except for Peter. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jairus and Yusuf come bursting in, um, shocking everyone. I should say startling everyone. Mm -hmm. And we have a a real nice scene here between Jairus and Jesus. Um, You want to, you want to talk about this one?
0: Yeah. I mean, Jairus is just, so I like, I love what my, my wife pointed this out. Um, So when he comes in, So I want to get this right uh, of what actually happens here. Sorry, but they came in and, and, you know, they, uh, Jesus especially knows like Yusuf is, is, you know, he's helped them. He's doing anything. He understands to some extent that Yusuf is like, you know, Shalom Yusuf. And there's this like, kind of like familiar smile to him, like, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. and so, and here it is Jairus. And he, I like my, my wife pointed out is that Jairus kind of walks up and it wasn't like straight to his knees. It was, there's this moment of like, like no words and it's just in awe. And, and I really liked that. I really liked Mm that, that, that picture of it because I think that's, I don't know. It's one of those things. I mean, you can look at it figuratively or literally like whether you're, you're coming to to Jesus as, as as like, uh, spiritually or coming to him, like as Jairus does in person. Like, I think when you truly understand the idea and like the, you kind of just stand in awe for a moment. And so I love that. He just kind of stands in awe and then just hits his knees. And so, and Jairus is kind of just at this point, like, you know, Jesus kind of looking around, kind of like, I, I don't, not that he doesn't, I mean, I'm, this happens, I imagine, quite often, you know? I mean,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and so um, he's just kind of, he's like, stand with me, get up, let's come here, you know? And so Jairus is just still just, he's just in, he, tears are welling up in his eyes. He's just, he is just still in awe. It's like, he can't even find a word to say. And he's like, I have heard and I have read, I actually, accounts of um, you know, accounts. Yeah. And Maybe some guy who might be standing you,
1: behind me. Yeah, oh
0: and well. so, and, <laughs> and so, but he's like, "You do miracles. You're a healer." And so he's he's looking at him, and um, and he's like, "Well, you know, at my my daughter, she's sick. She's almost she's dying. Like, I need you. I need like, you know, um, like come. Like it, it wasn't even." It's this, I, I don't know. It's like, come and lay hands on her and she will live. And like, dude, you don't, it's just not something you normally hear or even believe or, you know. Um, and I love Jesus's response. He's like, you. I don't even know if this is like, I, I need to reread. I, I should have went and reread this for this. That is my fault. But um, you just reread it. Um, I don't know if he says that, but he's like, um, you just met me. You never met me. And he, you have this much faith that I can heal your daughter. Maybe that is that happened. Why does it sound familiar? But, um, and he's like, yeah, I know you, I know you. And he holds his heart. So um, that was pretty, pretty good. Yeah. There. But
1: yeah, I love how he kept saying that.
0: Yeah, um, and he's just like, take me her. And it's this, I don't know, man. It's just, it's something I, I still don't. It's this faith Right. And we're going to see this here in a moment. And and so like maybe we'll talk on this after. But like it's just there's something. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's just what what it is. But faith over works. Right. I mean, I, I don't know. You kind of just get that like it's this. He just it just seems like everyone he's like Jesus is amazed by their faith. Right. Like, I mean, that just seems to be the common consensus here. But they what?
1: I was just going to say, I found in Luke Mm. chapter 8, this is Jairus' account. Uh, Well, this is the episode right here. It starts at um, verse 41 to the end. uh, But... Then a man named Jairus, the leader of a local synagogue, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come home with him. His only daughter, who's about 12 years old, was dying as Jesus went with him. He was surrounded by the crowds, woman in the crowd, suffered 12 years, blah, blah, blah. Um, He touched me. So there is no, in Luke at least, uh, wherever else this is uh, recounted may be a little more in detail, but um, they don't even... Have any dialogue between Jairus And Jesus um, Until Until they Get down to verse 49 uh, While he was still speaking with her A messenger arrived from the home of Jairus Told him your daughter's dead There's no use in troubling the teacher now But when Jesus heard what had happened He said to Jairus don't be afraid Just have faith that she will be healed Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: then yeah, the rest is pretty accurate there.
0: So, okay. So, they – basically, the next thing is he's like, please, come heal her. And Jesus is like, cool, take me to her. Like, let's go. And just leaves, just gets up. And so, his disciples and everyone's out. And and you can see just this, like, distraught kind of look in Eden. So, that is something that, that we're kind of <laughs> seeing this build. Like, it's – yeah. <laughs> you know she's just not not um yeah she's not she doesn't even know how to process that feeling um, we're gonna
1: have another little james type conversation with jesus mm-hmm. in a future episode with eden yeah. here yeah um but i do want to ask <clears throat> yes so we've been talking about the centurion with the servant, right? That Jesus just says, yes, your servant's healed. Right. And doesn't even go. He just says, you know, your servant's healed when he gets back, everything's fine. And Jesus does some remote healing, right? (laughs) We're in, we're in the the society that works from home a lot. I work from home a lot. So Jesus was working from home that day and just, uh, you know, remotely healed. The centurion's servant, right? But here, could have done the same thing, right? But he didn't. And
0: uh, I found some commentary that's interesting. Can I speak on it before you read that, just in case it? Sure. um, Just for like, um, one thing I noticed is that Jairus is like, come, heal my daughter he tells jesus like he his faith is like what i need you to do is come heal her you just come Mm -hmm. lay your hands on her and you'll hear um the centurion is like i'm not even worthy of you to be in my house just please heal her, like you know so i don't know like there's a well yeah and the
1: centurion is also like he's he's paraphrasing is like you can just say it and it'll happen. Like, yeah, you know, no, like yeah, they, you were saying, I'm, I'm under someone and I have people under me. And when I say, go do this, they go mm-hmm. do it. Or when I'm told, go yep. do this, they'll do it. So, uh, yeah, that's a great point. Um, also I want to say, well, I'll read this first and then I'll talk about that. Uh, but it says, just as in the case with the centurion servant, Jesus could have healed the girl by just speaking the word, but he did as he was requested to do. Mm. that's what you said Mm -hmm. this illustrates how the lord ministers to us according to our faith apparently um this man's faith would not have received the miracle if jesus had just ministered to him as he did the centurion therefore jesus ministered to him at the level where his faith was and didn't rebuke his little faith um which is interesting um And kind of goes along with a lot of things that we've already talked about on, on the show where like um, Jesus doing these miracles, right? Uh, These works to demonstrate God's glory and God's power. And therefore the people witnessing the miracles leave having faith, right? Because they've seen something. So now, Their faith has been built. Um, The miracles are performed and I don't say like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The word escaped me anyways, granted. I don't know. Everyone who's asked for a miracle in the show and in scripture, Jesus makes a comment about their faith, right? Your faith is beautiful. Um, your faith has healed you, etc. We we're it about to sure. hear another one. We've yeah, exactly. We've heard it in episodes past. We hear it in this episode here,
0: except um, in Galilee. He's huh? he's like yeah. He just he's basically like you guys have no faith. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but I think that is that commentary makes a good point and it kind of goes along uh, with what you've said in a way. And what we've talked about in a way on the show so far is like Jairus had faith, obviously that Jesus could heal Mm
2: -hmm. his
1: daughter. He sought him out, right? Asked him to come lay his hands on her to heal her. Like he had faith, but also a real subtle thing In the captions during the conversation between Jesus and Jairus is when he comes in, Jairus comes in, he's like, he asks Jesus, you're a healer, question mark, the caption has. Hmm. Not like, you're a healer, period. So he had faith that Jesus could do this miracle because of all the things he's read, all the accounts he's seen and heard, the testimonies he's heard but maybe he still has just a little bit of not necessarily unbelief or doubt, but like a question mark because the dialogue has a question mark. So I think that's kind of important. So I think it kind of ties into that commentary of like Jesus going with Jairus who asked him to come, like you said, Um, but like, Going with him, being with Jesus as he did this miracle, Mm -hmm. like met him where he was faith wise and then built upon that faith. I don't know. Does that make any sense?
0: Yeah. No, it, it is like, I think that's the kind of level I understand. I mean, that's the, that's the point I I understand Jesus at is that he kind of meets you at where you're at. You know, I think that's the, that's the, I think that's the. I don't want to say archetype, but like that's it. It seems to be what makes him different, not different, but like. I think I you're know. right,
2: though. You're it's not you're... different.
0: I'm trying not to I'm trying to come up with a better word here, but like um, it's just it's it just seems a little bit different than what we understand God to be in the old Testament. I I don't know. Like, and, it, and I chose my word specifically there is understand, you know, I yeah. didn't say of who he was, or, but, but our understanding of Jesus is a little bit different because it, it is, it's like, you know, this, this works, this thing of like, you need to cleanse yourself. Well, yeah. you know, what we're going to see is that people that are, quote unquote unclean seeking Jesus out and Jesus meets them where they're at. So it's clearly different, a different idea of it. And so I don't know. Yeah, no, it, it, it seems like he just meets people where they're at and that's like what he's known for. I don't know. Like I just, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I I feel it spiritually, you know, that's the, you know, in that kind of idea is like, well, I mean, if
1: he didn't meet people where they're at, uh, a lot of people would be doomed. (laughs) Right. I'll just be honest. I mean, um,
0: my, yeah, I'm I mean, not
1: excluding myself from that.
0: <laughs> no, um, that's what, that's what, you know what, that's what, um, let's see if I can find it. Um, Dallas Jenkins said today, something about like it being, it's like redemption, right? Yeah, like, yeah. um, that, you know, that, that is what, what it is.
1: Yeah, and I think there's a correlation Sorry, here to be made, too. So follow me on this, and this could get crazy. So oh boy. there's your warning. There seems to be a correlation between what we see God do what we see Jesus do and our level of faith and our level of where we're at. Right. The, the goal, Jesus 100% does meet us where we're at, but the goal is not to stay there. Right. The goal is to grow, to deepen your relationship, your understanding and your, your faith. And we see throughout scripture with his disciples when they can't do things like cast out demons, right? Or when they're in the boat during the storm and they're freaking out. Like man, there's many other times too where mm-hmm. Jesus is like, know, Yo, you dingus, like if you just you you guys have such little faith like if you had just a little bit more faith like you could have you could have cast out the the demon out of that kid right or you could have calmed the storm you didn't have to be afraid peter if you just had a little bit of faith like you wouldn't have fallen into the water you would have stayed on the water with me right
0: Mm -hmm. um Which, hold on. I, I'm sorry. No, I'd actually go on. I don't want you to lose your thought. No, okay. Um, I'm not saying that... I made you lose your thought.
1: No, no, no. I'm trying to figure out the, the correct way to say this. <laughs> I don't think Jesus holds anything back from us, but us being able to fully grasp and obtain all that, that he has for us is limited by our faith. Does that make sense?
0: It does. I mean, that's yeah.
2: Could,
1: could it be the lack of miraculous things that we see here in the West in America be directly related to the amount of faith the American church has.
0: I don't, I don't, I don't know because you have things that like, like Bethel, right? Where I think they had that, I think I, they had that thing where they were like praying for healing for somebody and like, they were like, don't go to, I don't know, something, something like really weird that, right? Do you know what I'm talking about? Where it was like, don't go to a doctor, but like, we're we're gonna pray that they like raise the from the dead or something. It was like some, you know, like which, you know, it's the which in in all actuality, like we're about to read a, a thing that's like resurrection. Like I mean, that's what we're about to read in this. But then like it is a level of, but then when you see it in this con- modern context, like you're like this is really odd, and you're like you shouldn't be doing that, and right, like right. and so it in a, and I, I even. I don't know. It's such a weird concept. This isn't something like, I feel like I need another like 10 years of wrestling with the idea <laughs> of miracles. Yeah, I'm yeah, show, yeah. Like I, I, I like, I don't have a, a like this great answer to it. And I'm sure people that have thought about it for time, a long time. And, and some people probably have like stock answers to this type of thing, but I just don't, I'm not there yet. I need, a. I need like another like 10 years of wrestling before I even, I think even graze the surface of this because like, (laughs) you know, I mean, seriously though, but I've heard the ideas that like, you know, that there's this hunger for it in other countries that like, you know, there's things happening that are like, uh, you know, people being like, like you hear about it, like people like healing in other countries. And because I don't know the movements, it's more, more severe over there. It's not this, and it's become this like normalized culture over here. And that's why we don't, I, I'm not, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if that's, I, I subscribe to that. Um, but like, I don't know. I've also heard some people say that like, you know, um, these were in fulfillment of the scriptures. So and now that the scripture, the, the, um, the, I can't, the, the word that I'm looking for is, um. oh my goodness, I can't think of the word, the complete culmination of the Bible. It's obviously the Bible, but there's another word I'm looking for right now. And so um, if you're listening right now and you hear it, um, yes. comment. Know. No, um, take, take, take. it's the, <clears throat>
2: excuse
0: me. It's like at the tip of my tongue. And so it's driving me crazy that I can't think you of it. You know, anything. it's going to be great. I'm going to think about it. After yep. we stop oh, recording, yeah, it's going to be like, it's, it's the. Come right in there. Yep. Yeah. And so can't think of it. All right. So I'll, it's not, not important, but you get what I'm saying is that like, it was in fulfillment of this, of scripture being completed. And now that that's completed, there's no need, not need for it, but that doesn't. So I've heard like different random things and I don't. I hadn't thought enough about him and I don't, I don't even know if like 10 years is enough. Maybe I need 20 years, maybe I need 30 years. Maybe I'll never understand this at all. I don't know, but it's not an easy thing to grasp and it's not something to take lightly either. You know, like, hmm. like there's a lot of accounts for this. And so if you want to, you want to argue whether like this is like real or not, or whether it's a story, whether it's not like, you know, cause I, I haven't seen anyone be resurrected. Actually, I don't know. I've seen people be, not like video. I, I've seen like the idea of, I mean, I'm not in the medical field, so I haven't seen it, but like people being shocked, you know, with, with, uh, um, man, like word. Stuff. Yeah. Defibrillation. Like, words are now my strong suit tonight. <laughs> um, but so I, I don't know how I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um,
1: yeah. Just, just an observation of, things i'm I'm learning personally like in this oh, I hate using this word this season mm. <laughs> but uh, no so things that i'm I'm learning uh, going through right now but it it also ties into a lot of what we see in the chosen um, and what we read in scripture you see those those words and those sentences. I don't want to say thrown around, but they're they're used a yeah. lot in all these accounts. So just something, something to think about. I'm not uh, sitting here proclaiming an answer one way or the mm-hmm. other uh, or saying that I've uh, figured it out or anything out, but it was just something that popped into my head while we were talking about it. And I don't know, something we should all think about wrestle with Mm -hmm. and try to dig into in our, our, our own times here.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard because when you talk about these things, it's like your mind wants to rationally understand it. And then Mm -hmm. even, even to, even to step farther, you want to rationally argue for it. And there is no, like, I can't sit here and talk to, for instance, an atheist scientist, right. And it's just an atheist in general. And they're like, well, like, you know, trying to argue for, you're trying to argue for an idea of like healing or resurrection at the, like at the the very far extreme of it. And it's like, there is no, I can't, I can't argue that. I can't, there is no, and that's where the level of faith comes into. And the faith is, you know, um, uh, Hebrews explanation of um, faith, but um, it's like your, your understanding of, I can't remember what Hebrews, the scriptures, I <laughs> this is, you know, we're going to start doing our podcast at seven in the morning.
2: <laughs> not, <laughs> yes. Me and James,
0: our roles will be completely I flipped. I've been working <laughs> since like six 30 this morning and it is fine. What is it? Like 10 30 at night for you listeners on yes. the podcast. So it's been a long day, but you get what I'm saying. Like, I don't, there's just no, it's just not an easy thing to, to, to even, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's irrational It it is it's so irrational logical. no it's a good way it, it, it's irrational so yeah um we 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 you know following true to our long podcast but um <laughs> so there here we are we're kind of it, it the whole episode is culminating to this like these final scenes here of like craziness pandemonium they're just losing it um mm-hmm. crowds um they see jesus um he's there like you know that they, they did not what i have the scene playing
1: and oh. it, was, it was the part where little james just bites the dust
0: why is that funny
1: <laughs> I, I was not expecting it even though i've seen it this is my third time seeing it it's just little james just gets
0: trampled over <laughs> there. um well he yeah and i mean they're all fight i mean they're like It's pandemonium. It is a
1: great word for it.
0: Yeah. I mean, they are just, um, can I
1: ask you something about this scene? Sure. I was concerned because Peter was still at the cistern. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh, are we, are we not going to get the, like, I wanted to see how this line would be delivered in the show of like, Jesus being like, Oh, who touched me? And then Peter being like, what are you talking about? Do you see all this? Uh-huh. Everyone's touching you. Like, I was just like, oh, he's not even there. And and Beck's like, oh, maybe it was the other Simon. And I'm
0: yeah. like, I don't know. No, I feel he, like it was,
1: it was Peter, but he, he, he makes it he eventually. Makes it <laughs> so, Were you concerned at all about that? Or
0: No, I was not because I have not read this story recently. Like, fully. Is that what you're talking about? Like, because...
1: Yeah cuz uh like in in uh I think both accounts that I've read in Matthew and Luke Sim, yeah. um, you know they're walking the the lady with the issue of blood reaches out grabs his you know the the trim of his robe um and Jesus stops and he's like wait someone touched me I felt the power leave me and Peter is like like everyone's touching you Jesus what are you talking about and he's like, no, no, no. Who touched me? Um, and they kind of stop the 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 chaos here in the street. And um, you know, Veronica's just kind of laying on the, the ground behind Jesus after touching the the hem of his his garments here, which they kind of have a little exposition earlier in the episode between Thaddeus Nathaniel and Veronica, which <clears throat> to me was like I get they're like trying to explain the like cultural history of this significance of what she actually does instead of just like letting it play out like they do in scripture. Cause I don't think they explain it in detail like this, but apparently at least what they say in the show, I'm no historian or a uh, cultural expert here, but they basically believed if, if someone was holy enough and you just touched their clothing basically that like you know some of that uh holiness righteousness would would transfer from that person to you so veronica's like you know i'm i'm not clean yet but like i don't even have to touch him like i just need just let me grab a hold of his you know the trail of his robe or whatever um and so here that's what she she does she breaks through the crowds uh reaches out, grabs a little little lock of his robe and Jesus stops and we have that whole conversation. And uh man what a what a scene here interaction between Veronica and Jesus.
0: Yeah, this is I mean it's it's deep. So he yeah he screams who touches me and he's like Whoever touched me come forward and so um <laughs> Yusuf is like teacher looks down at like you know yeah. the woman that's kind of just i love
1: the look jesus gives him he's like i know who touched me i know me, who dude. touched me yusuf
0: i know <laughs> uh, he does it in a nice full playful way like he does you know but um <laughs> it
2: is so funny, great
0: it was a good one yeah. but um yeah so she's down on the ground and and so that was where she was just so happy she was ecstatic she was something you know she she clear like wh- her interaction her actions are showing that she clearly was healed right like she was healed in some capacity here and so um, when he she he, when he's saying this kind of sternly she finally was like oh like this like you know like yeah. kind of uh straightens oh, up and was me. like yeah. oh <laughs> oh no like i did something wrong she felt shame in that moment she almost felt like shame like she went maybe that's not a, too far maybe a, a presumptuous of me but like um i don't know it's appeared to me she she had this like like she did something wrong like she should not have done what she did yeah because
1: she she says something like don't worry i'm like i didn't actually touch you so you're not unclean so like you don't have to worry about that
0: no yeah i know i know i should have asked no but that's you know that's what it was is that for a split second she was new she was this new person and -hmm. then in an instant she you know by saying like who touched me. And like, she kind of gets this, she instantly reverts back to like this old self of like, you know, it's like, it's like this flip so quick, you know what I mean? So she's mm-hmm. like, I, I'm healed. But then now it's like, you know, she had that excitement. It's new. Like it doesn't matter, you know? And then now it's this like, uh, um, like, you know, Oh, like I'm actually, I shouldn't even be touching you actually. Like I, I feel, <laughs> yeah. you know, like yeah. actually I'm unclean. Um, yeah. I have no family. I have no, like nothing i actually like and she it's almost like she believes that again yeah. very quickly
1: but yeah but um, then i think almost quickly as quickly as that happened she's like but i'm not anymore
2: mm-hmm.
1: like i'm not bleeding anymore like like all i all i had to do was was touch touch you and like i'm healed and it, it's just Oh man, she she's crying. She's like, "I'm right. I, I was right. I was right." And um, yeah, there there's a cool moment here. She Jesus says, "Who told you I could heal?" And she says, "A man from the pool." And Simon Z standing there, and they look. Jesus looks over at him, and Simon Z is like touched in his heart. He's like, "Oh, that's my brother. My brother told her," uh, which is awesome. Um. And she's like, yeah, and he was right. Like, the blood stopped. And um, Jesus calls her his daughter. And she, you know, continues on saying, like, you know, my family disowned me. Like, I'm no one's daughter. And, oh, man, he's just like, yeah, of course you are. And calls her daughter again. It's just like, it's such a.
0: Yeah, that is deep. That hit me a little bit.
1: Yeah, and he he goes on to say it wasn't my piece of clothing that healed you.
0: There's one line that he oh. says that I'm just like
1: it was your faith. Um such a good scene.
0: Yeah, I don't I'm trying to see if this is in scripture. I mean, I know this is in scripture, but like what he says He's like, yeah. uh, what is this, Mark 5 and Luke, what, Luke 8? Yeah,
1: it's uh at the
0: end of Luke 8. Actually, um, still have it pulled up here. Yeah, but when he says, you have blessed me today, I, I, was that, is that in scripture? Is that in Luke? Because it's not, it doesn't seem like
1: it's in. Um, no, no says, who touched me? Everyone, everyone denied it. Peter said, Master, this whole crowd is pressing up against you. Jesus said, someone deliberately touched me. I felt the healing power go out for me. Woman realized she couldn't stay hidden. She fell, began trembling in front of him. Whole crowd heard her explain why she touched him, that she'd been immediately healed. Daughter, he said to you, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking to her, messenger arrived from the home of Jairus. And we move on to...
0: Hmm. Okay, uh, so sure that was a creative liberty, but um...
1: I'm sure. Okay, don't get mad at me, <laughs> but I'm sure Jesus seeing us live out our faith probably does bless him, and by mm-hmm. bless him, I mean make him happy. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's got to be one of that. those proud parent moment things where you're like ah yes child like you're doing it
0: Mm -hmm. that is Uh, yes that's that's what i I I see in this this i guess when you look at the father daughter motif here you you understand i i get i get it yeah no that would be i would say that's blessed is the right word to use there you know it's like yeah i mean i can imagine yeah no Honestly, I mean, I don't think we need to go for it, but like, yeah, I think it blessed is a really good way to put the, especially looking at it as this, because they made it clear and and it's clear in scripture. I mean, daughter, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. clear when you have a lady, you know, somebody that, um, it doesn't actually say in scripture. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, to pick out, you know, what, um, is 12 year old No, surrounded by crowds. Well, if you take into
1: account the beginning of clean part one, James big James and John in the synagogue with Zeb and the the uh, Pharisee is reading about the ritual clean cleanliness thing whatever ritual cleansing Mm -hmm. and he's going through (laughs) all of the things
0: yeah I guess you know happen when you are unclean
1: you kind of like if you can see the length that they went into and describing that I think it's a, a good inference to make that if this if she mm. has dealt with this for 12 years that yep. people probably yep. disowned her
0: mm-hmm. no that's good yeah um definitely yeah also i couldn't imagine 12 years that's just yeah and that's where you know he kind of says too and they're like he's like you've what did he say? He's like, uh, it's been difficult. Like, um, like <laughs> I can't imagine you doing what you went through, you know, like, um, cause I can't imagine that. I just don't, I don't even know what to, and it's a lot of, I think it's, you know, the an inaliment, inaliment, <laughs> inaliment is one thing. But like you just said, like the fact that, you know, when people when women are are are, are menstruating like in this, like you can't you're 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 separated because you're unclean at that point. You know, no one can yeah. touch you. And so being like that, you're separated, you have no family. Like that's the hard I mean, that's like the real hard part is like, you know, suffering is one thing, but suffering on your own is just a whole next level kind of um, yes. struggle, you know, like that's, you know, man. I so. also want to point out
1: after this, Jesus disperses the crowd and basically was like, you know,
0: I know you all want to talk to me.
1: We'll get <laughs> I love, to like, it. The, but I...
0: the public service announcement here. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. all right, everyone.
1: i going to need you to break up here. Uh-huh. Uh, but one thing to note, our notable Roman uh, Gaius, Lurking in the background here of the crowd, he sees what happens.
0: Just saying. Mm, just saying. But, yeah. No. He sees it. it. Yeah. So yeah. No. Here we are. And so he's like, good promise. I'll see everybody. But now, right now, I got to go.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Jairus is probably like, "This is great, but can we?" Yeah, no, that's not what he's what he's doing here. But I imagine. Yeah, and- uh that's where my mind would go but uh there there's like a a cute i don't know if cute's the right word uh a, a touching scene here after after the fact veronica asks for a knife which me and my wife were like what the heck
0: Lindsay <laughs> uh, said that too and i was like clearly it's for blah blah blah
1: yeah I was like, man, is she about to go stab that dude who kept calling her unclean and throwing oh his God. laundry on her. <laughs> but no, no uh she she cuts off her uh contraption, which mm-hmm. probably was felt very freeing for her as someone who's mm-hmm. dealt with this for it's like you know unlocking the chains, right uh, so that was cool. and then uh the last we see of Veronica. She uh, makes her way out to the the water, of course, to partake in her cleansing as part of the ritual, right? She's got to go clean mm-hmm. off in the water. So that's what she does. And it's just like such a, a beautiful moment because like this thing that held her in bondage for so long, like mm-hmm. she is free from. And yep. she, it, you could see it all over her um, vibe there at the end which was really really cool uh, but alas <coughs> Jesus and Jairus and crew uh, which crew is Yusuf, Peter Big James and John uh, make their way to Jairus' house of course the the doctor guys stand outside um, as they're kind of turning the corner Jairus is like hey wait hold on a second you guys hear that um and once you know we got a couple of flutists what what is a flute player called i've never never had to like say anyways we got a couple yeah, I don't hear a couple of flutes and some wailing women and jerks like wait a second why did you hear I... that yeah you do very faintly it's just like
0: no i know i was quoting
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you got me usually i get you with the
1: with the sarcasm um that was that was good delivery james (laughs) Um, so
0: yeah he's like do you hear that and
1: the doc comes around the corner and is like wait what are you doing dude i told you not to do that like she was sick like i was just going to get the healer and uh the the doc kind of breaks the bad news to him that his daughter passed away Mm -hmm. and
0: so so uh yeah and he's te- just like so i i went to go get he's like well no like i went to go get you know rabbi this teacher like i mm-hmm. i you know and so there's this this viewpoint of the of the of the doctor that's just like no like you know it's i'm sorry but like this is this is which is like every rat which is what you're it's like your your rational side of your brain is like You know, that's what it argued. It's like, okay, so like this is what like there is, you know what I mean? Like it's like this, this like war of the 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 angel on your shoulder and the devil on your other, you know, like there's this one saying like, no, it's done. But then there's this other like. I don't know how to describe it because you want to be like cuz you're like walking and you're like he's with Jesus like right. you know they're he's going to he's going to make it all better and and it's so easy to kind of like forget this viewpoint of this healer that's like really just following tradition like they're 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 their Jewish tradition at this point of like wail you know what I mean and like of mm-hmm. like okay like you need to grieve this and this is what this wailing's for and this is what the you know and so I don't know. It's, it's, it's easy to kind of be like you punk, you know, like you're, (laughs) you're like, you're telling him to, to, to go grieve his daughter while Jesus is there. And it's just, I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's Mm -hmm. easy to, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but Jesus looks at him and he's like, it's going to be okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, he says, what does he say here in the show? (laughs) He is like, no, I was getting Jesus. I went as fast as I could. Uh, And Jesus says, do not be afraid. Only believe. She will be well. Uh, They really take a lot of time to transfer the captions there. but
0: Yeah, but Jesus uh, overheard them and said to Jairus, don't be afraid. Just have faith. That's from. Yeah, um, I have it right here on my phone.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't be afraid. Just have faith, and she will be healed. So yeah, I mean, it's like straight, straight up, um,
0: big old red letters. And um, so
1: you know, the the doctors like, you know, like you guys just stay here, Jairus. We need to go inside. And Jesus is like, no, 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 she will be well. And they they walk inside, leaving the doctor outside.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah so yeah no they go in there and it's like i don't i don't this is kind of i i mean yeah i mean i guess this is from i mean this is in mark i feel bad
1: for laughing
0: but like this well because it's
2: hilarious
0: so oh the way all right oh, the wailing. yeah i don't i mean that's i think pretty traditional but they well what's weird is that i didn't maybe this is something that i don't understand but i thought when i cuz i've heard wailing before i've heard not like heard it um like in but like i've heard of, of the it. idea right yeah, yeah, yeah. um and i figured it was like wailing of like the one that's grieving is wailing and right. so like i i I, I want to do my own little research here and figure out like, like this, cause it stuck out to me so quick. I'm like, they pay people to wail.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I was that, like, that okay. That I so it, what you say makes sense, like the family wailing of course, oh. out of sadness or so... like they got flute players and like, maybe by wailing, they mean like they hire some singers to like sing like sad yeah. songs and no they're they just hire people to pretend to cry while people play flutes
0: and i mean i wouldn't say they pretend i think there's you know if you're doing that job there's still probably a level of like s- sympathy and empathy that they have towards the situation so yeah but I do like I mean when he said he I'll just read it. out right of it here. pretty it says, quick. <laughs> yeah. Why all this commotion and weeping? This child isn't dead. She's only asleep. And they all like right there, they're in their um detachment from from this whole thing is, is evident because they kind of just like laugh. And so yeah. I'm really curious to see like, do they are, was this like a paid position? Or was this like I know you like you locked yourself in the house for a day I don't know I, I want to probably like seven days or something like that but well, like, yeah
1: because we talked about that whole oh, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. earlier yeah. on yeah that's like a, a thing that's like a week long so, thing
0: I uh, yeah I don't know. That's at the start
1: of the episode they he the doctor talks about hiring yeah. these people so he talks I, about what a, they can afford so
0: maybe that's know. a thing though so I don't know. I, I had no idea.
1: Yeah. But they're, they, yeah, they just immediately stop and they start laughing and they're like, Are you crazy? Like, there's a girl up there. She's dead. <laughs> and he says, You know, exactly like, he's like, no, Just, just leave. Just leave, please. Uh, and, and we, we get, we get, we get the scene upstairs, man.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, yep. after, after he kicks all of them out, um, even the dock, yep. even the dock, And so Jairus, healed, uh, not heals. will heals he, um, <laughs> he, um, invites Jesus and, and the three disciples up and the, the mother's like, who in the world? Like, what are you doing? Get up. like, you know, and she's just not, not having it, but he, you know, she's dead. She has a sheet over her and Jesus, you know,
1: yeah. I could only imagine like (laughs) seeing some random dude you've never met in your life go up and like start while you're hand of your deceased daughter, Uh like while you're grieving her just recent passing. Uh, Yeah, I could I could I could understand the mother here in this
0: situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is. Yeah, I don't know. It's like there's an awkwardness to. I was trying to like process my my feelings, not my feelings, but like there's just a like there's a there's an uncomfortability to watching this, isn't there? Did you have that like because it's some no something so unnatural?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean. Like. It's, it's, even though all the other things we've witnessed have been unnatural, like there's something, there's like another layer yeah, this talking is about a... death, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, he grabs her hand, leans over, whispers into her ear, little lamb arise. In scripture, he says, my child, get up. At that moment, her life returned. She immediately stood up, which is what she did in the show. And then scripture goes on to say, then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. Her parents were overwhelmed, but Jesus insisted they not tell anyone what had happened. Which, you know, we've seen that a few times in the show and we see it in scripture. uh, But I like the explanation we get here about why. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I've always wondered like, why are, Why do you want people not to tell? Um, but he goes on to say in the episode here, like, you know, this is going to bring some unwanted attention probably to your family. If this, you know, gets out and not all of it will be good. Uh, but he even tells Peter, uh, Big James, and John not to tell the other disciples, which that I'm not – do you – like maybe after we talk about Jairus's uh, reaction here, or maybe like before, maybe, maybe before, if you have a thought, but do you, do you know why he tells uh, the three, sorry, hiccup attack, um, why he tells the three that are with him not to tell the other disciples?
0: No. Do you have an answer for that? No, genuinely
1: curious. Cause doesn't he also do that? Uh, sorry reflecting on something I read in Luke Uh and something that was talked about church this week. Uh, When Jesus goes up on the mountain with, uh, I think it's the same three, right? Uh, John, James, and, and Peter goes up on the mountain. Moses and Elijah come down. Jesus is transfigured. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, Jesus tells them not to tell anyone until he's gone. So I
2: wonder why.
0: I don't know that, I mean, to think about, I, I don't know, think about what that crowd before, that crowd is like pandemonium, right? And mm-hmm. it's because they want to heal. Imagine what it would be if, if you have somebody that can raise somebody from the dead.
1: No, I get like no the I, public, but like the disciples?
0: Oh, okay, I see. Well, I mean... It's a stumper. I don't know, I can't think and and um I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer no. for that.
1: If you have an answer, listeners, please let us know. Um
0: well people couldn't even really understand anything as well. Big James was one of them he was right there with them right now. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, they, they couldn't even understand going out and healing people when they did. So, I mean, what? uh,
1: Yeah, but that was, that was them doing the action. I think they all have seen Jesus do enough miracles by this time uh to like know that he can do those things mm-hmm. right I don't know it's an int- I'll have to ask uh I'll have to ask my pastor and I'd be interested if you does he
0: say that in scripture?
1: Uh yes. He says her parents were overwhelmed but Jesus oh um he's he in regarding this Story with with uh, Jairus and his daughter, he just says, at least in Luke, Jesus insisted that they not yeah. tell anyone what had happened. He doesn't mention uh, who
2: he's talking the to. The
1: disciples don't tell the others.
2: Yeah, it's uh, the same or in Mark. he
1: just says that. But I do know that when, completely different story, not related to the chosen. <clears throat> but when Jesus goes up on the mountain and is transfigured, Elijah, Elijah and Moses come down. Peter, James, and John are there. He does tell them not to tell the others after that. Like, he's like, when we go down, don't tell the others. So I want to know. And it's the same three. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's where they're Yeah, they, they could have got the idea from that scripture, too. Interesting. Anyways, um, so Jairus, obviously, and and his wife, taken aback, right? But uh, I loved Jairus's response like he just like walks up to Jesus and can't say anything else but thank you and it's just like I don't know that part got me um, it's it's simple but I think it's beautiful mm-hmm. because I've I don't know I've had moments like that where I just I I, I couldn't think of anything else to say besides thank you Jesus and I I love the response uh because sometimes like you don't have to say anything else really you know like thank you Jesus is enough like mm-hmm. you could just and and that's that's kind of what Jesus says here And uh, I don't know I like I, I resonate that
0: resonated with me It's almost like it's this, I think sometimes thank you, like a true thank you, is like a, there's like a sincerity to it. Like, there's like a stance of, I don't know. I don't know. I I have this whole thought going, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to take a rant on it. Um. But yeah, no, it is it there is something about that that is unique and kind of special And mm-hmm. the fact that it's like it's like uh it's I don't know why this is hitting my head, but it's like you hang up, no, you hang up, no, you hang up. Anyway, <laughs> right? And like this like back and forth of like yeah, no yeah, one yeah. wants to but like for you to say thank you like you're ending, you're the last word in something.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
0: think there's like, there's something, does he do you know what I'm, I'm, I'm getting at there? It's like your, your talk, it, it, it especially when you say, thank you, Jesus, it's like your talk. It, it, if you're talking to Jesus and you hold the belief that he is, you know, God, right. Or, or this, this, you know, archetype or whatever you want to call it. Right. He's this culmination of, of it. When you're saying, thank you. Like it's, it's like you're making the final word with the creator. Like, that's, that's, I think there's something humbling about that. Is it the right word for it? I don't know. I, I think it's. Mm-hmm. Does it get what I'm kind of getting at? Yeah. Or is I think it just, so. it's just a slate <clears throat> and I'm just ranting?
1: No, no, yeah. It, that makes sense. And I think, uh, like you're saying, the sincerity of it, like, Um, like on the, the inverse, if you're, if you go to somebody and you like sincerely apologize for something like Mm -hmm. a wrong you did, right? Like that takes a lot to do that, right? To go to somebody that you wronged in some way and sincerely apologize to them. Mm Mm-hmm. I find that that same thing coming to somebody in this case, coming to Jesus and sincerely saying thank you can be equally as hard. And like you said, humbling because you're, you're like admitting that somebody did something for you. Right. And sometimes that's hard to admit that, that, you needed to rely on somebody for something. Yeah. Right. So like sometimes just coming sincerely and it's almost a, uh, a form of submission. Now that I'm thinking about it,
2: mm, there like, it is. Yeah, you're
1: like, you realize like, thank you. It's all I can say. Thank you. Because I know that without you in this case, like, whatever xyz would not be possible and i know that i can't do what you're doing and so like thank you i don't know maybe mm-hmm. maybe that uh comparison to submitting isn't correct no yeah I no think that
0: kind of that's it, right it
1: best summarizes what mm-hmm. i'm trying to explain
0: no that's good because it, it kind of falls in line with what i was saying it's like you're submit like to take what you're saying is you're submitting yourself. And at that point, like you're having a dialogue going back and forth, back and forth, Jesus do this for me. I'll do this and this, and you're going back and forth to the point that you finally say, I kind of said you ended it with the last word, but I was wrong. You say, thank you. And you're ending it there. But what does Jesus say? thank
1: welcome. you for your faith well it's what he says in the show but yes you're right yes you're and, yeah. and
0: by saying thank you for your faith he's saying you're like mm-hmm. in it to some extent right and so like i guess you don't get the last word but you're at least abruptly ending your expectations of what he will do you're thanking him and not expecting more
2: mm-hmm.
0: right and that's yeah which is submitting okay. right you're submitting yourself to so that's good yeah no, that's good I'm glad we could add on another 15 (laughs) minutes talking about the words thank you. (laughs) Hey, man,
1: this stuff's good stuff. I know we're both tired as crap, but you know what? As long as our episodes are, I think there are at least... Even if it's just for me and you to work through these things, like... There's good stuff. So, I the significance
0: one, of thank you. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. Um, so, now when I thank people, I'm gonna have like a whole new outlook on it. Uh, but I hope, I hope, listener, if you're still here with us at this minute mark, like one, you're a trooper, thank you. Yeah. But two, I hope that, like, you're listening these, to
0: it on like 1.5. Like, how could you yeah, not? <laughs> come on? Exactly.
1: Uh, but no, I, I hope that, that you're getting as much mm-hmm. as i know i get out of having these conversations but i think uh that's like a mutual thing you and i share about having these conversations is um yeah we we get a lot just talking to each other about this thing so hopefully mm-hmm. uh it does something for you guys too uh but yeah the, jesus and crew they they leave jairus's house and who's waiting out there for him none but yusuf and the doc who i think i saw the caption he's a rabbi so um yeah he's out there and he's like hey did Guess you or did you not touch a corpse or anyone with you touch a corpse? And they're like, dude, why don't you just go in and see? And basically he scolds them for, you know, doing that. And of course, uh, Yusuf brings up the lady with the blood, I think, because Yusuf's being a dingus. And mm-hmm. basically he sh- he scolds them for being unclean and they need to go do their ritual cleansing or whatever. And Jesus is like, what if i don't and he's like i'll write a letter which is the most karen thing ever
0: uh, i remind um, it reminded me of you watch the office right when i uh, yeah. when uh dwight's like all right well i will write a letter to this and then and he goes through the whole list of what he'll do yeah. And he's like, and basically, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't, decide. I can't remember <laughs> what it is, but he goes, It's a really long thing. I will go. Oh, it's uh the first one's a warning. The second one, I'm going to do this. And then he goes to like, and it's like step eight and he gets like a written notice for uh, like, you know, and he's like, all right, I'll take that. Jim's like, I'll take that. But um, yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. I don't want to glaze over this, that they're at the, so now they're at the water and said, so mm-hmm. okay, I think that's relating, but they were like, all right, you need to go, you know, he's like, uh, what did he say? Like, well, guess what we got to do now? So yeah. they go to the water, which you had brought up earlier, that Veronica was at the 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 sea of, the sea. Right? Yep. I'm, I'm guessing that's, yeah, the sea of Galilee. All right. I don't know. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just say it
1: confidently. I'll believe you.
0: Well, I don't want to say it.
1: Uh, they're no, I, they're at think, the
0: water. Yeah, no, it. Yeah, I, I would. I would assume that is. And so, um, they're at the water. <laughs> we'll just confidently say that. And yeah, and Jesus and all of the disciples go swimming, and f- they're like frolicking, like little kids yeah, at this yeah. point. I don't know, <laughs> flicking water at each other, hugging yeah, each other, dancing, on and the shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> um, Veronica's but,
1: still there. She's like, "Oh, what am I in trouble or something?" Um, but but uh,
0: yeah. But what's there is is Eden, and she's, she's looking upon everyone happy, and she is just about to burst. Yes. And so she is just, yeah.
1: So three very quick things. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, my wife was like, why are they going into the water? And I was like, well, actually, let me show you. I went back to clean part one, played that scene uh, in the synagogue. I'm like, they, I, of course, like one, we talk about it on the yeah. show, but like, yeah, I watch a lot of shows. So I'm like, okay, that meant something. So that's going to come into play. So they're, they're performing the ritual cleansing that they talked about in part one. Two, Veronica, when she comes out of the water, I, looks like a totally different person. Like, uh, up to this point, like, facially, like, she had, uh, like, they had some, some good makeup on her to make her look like she has been suffering with a condition for 12 years, you know, exhausted, bags under the eyes, like, she was looking rough. Um, when she comes out of the water and is talking to Mary and Jesus and Tamar, like, did you notice that she just looked <laughs> like a completely... Restored person.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: And then three, lastly. The music here, they're partying, right? It's a happy, joyous scene. Music matches that vibe. But uh, when the camera slowly starts to pan back towards Eden, they do such a cool thing with the music. uh, With just distorting it, just oh so slightly uh kind of slowing down the tempo a little bit um and making it and turning it into this joyous like celebratory vibe into like an eerie somber like something is definitely about to happen with eden like she is not feeling Mm -hmm. this (laughs) same mood here uh which i just wanted to note i always love when when uh we get good use of music in film. So I I just, that was a really cool moment for me.
0: But I mean, think about it. Every, everyone else, everything is the conflicts that everyone around her is facing
2: Mm. is
0: being fixed by the man that she's hosting. Right. And, and, and in the meantime, like she's, you know, she's sacrificing a lot for, for, Jesus, I mean, she is right. I mean, she's sacrificing her husband, yep. you know, her family, all this, she now had to be alone during probably the hardest part of her life because <laughs> Simon was off, you know, two by two as Jesus ordered. you know, so it's like, I, it's hard to, I mean, like she's, there's gotta be resentment and bitterness there. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I mean, those are things that she just has to work out on her own. I guess or not on her own, but sh- by confronting it, you know, her demons here, because it's uh that that can turn to malevolence. I mean, turns to I mean, just all of the above, you yeah. know, benevolence. I mean, not <laughs> benevolence. But. Sorry,
1: we know what you meant. Uh, but yeah, overall, fantastic episode. Um, so glad that we got these stories into the series, uh, and I thought they were done very well uh really cool to see play out in live action um any closing remarks you want to say before we close out here
0: um i don't think i was right yeah it's malevolent (laughs) not benevolence benevolence (laughs) kindness (laughs) i was like wait a second why does something stand off right now so it is malevolent showing a wish to do evil there you go um (laughs) it's late um no i don't know even what the question was i was trying to figure that out (laughs) um no we're good (laughs) whatever the the question was
1: Uh, (laughs) All right, in that case uh, make sure you check out nerdybible.com check out showboysmedia.com like share, rate, review subscribe wherever you listen to this at Uh, Mm -hmm. leave a comment let us know what you thought about the episode Um, and thank you for listening we'll see you next week where we talk about season 3 episode 6
0: next week we're going to try to do 3 hours
1: yeah I think we can do it (laughs) Um, don't
0: tempt me with a good time.
2: Shalom. We'll see you later. Bye.